Hello, this is Anna. And Kim. From the Behind the Stacks podcast. And you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Soarin' with the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soarin' flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Bus Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. Podcast. Sante Sana, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Bus, talking about Disney stuff. www.magicourway.com is the place to find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And with us today, we have our resident comic genius from ivorycomics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. Howdy, Eli. Hey, and I asked for the exception to you guys, too, in the Moeka Nation. How y'all doing? Solid. <laughs> Like a rock. Like a rock. Good to have you back, Kevin. You're alive, man. I was worried. I thought we was going to have to put out a bolo on you. Well, you know, I was stuck in the jungle with Tarzan for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, he had to go through that whole Jane and uh, thing and that whole with the white man and <laughs> stuff and trapping gorillas and whatnot. He was getting chased by cheetahs and stuff? I don't know about cheetahs, but there was a leopard that comes out one scene and you know starts trying to attack people. Yes, it ain't. And cool. then Tarzan comes and swings in and he just handles business. Leopards always mess up the party, man. <laughs> I know. Those <laughs> right. freaking leopards. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, it's been fun. It's been a trip. You know, I hadn't seen any uh, listeners or anything come by the pit. Uh, but then again, I'm way bit in the back. So I'm, maybe they've looked and they're like, oh, I don't see him. And then gave up. In all fairness, the show just came out yesterday. So. This is true. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> yes, they don't, they don't know that. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that they made a Tarzan musical. Yeah, I no, surprised. I didn't either. Like when I got booked, I was like, Wait, huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you mean like, like, like the Disney movie, the animated movie with Bill Collins and that stuff? Yeah, you did play You'll Be In My Heart, right? I did. Right? I yeah. played that and Strangers Like Me and Two Worlds and all the stuff for the movie. You know, I played my... My Phil Collins drum parts, you know, because he was a, he's a drummer. Did you play Susu Studio? I know, but I, I, I you know I what? feel it coming in the air tonight. I oh did Lord. the drum fill for that in one of the songs. Oh Lord. Yes, there's the, I do the drum fill that big old Mike Tyson. Oh, does that not pump you up every time you hear that? I play that toward the end of the show because I was like I got to you know the part says big ass fill like fill so I, I could do whatever I want so I'm like I'm gonna do that fill that he did for that song. That's nice. written in the part big ass. Yeah, fill. it's like it's like an empty measure, and it says big ass fill, like fill ph. I thought big ass fill worked the door over at Lucy's. Or no, no. <laughs> well, that too. But I wasn't gonna play him in that. Don't cross big ass yeah. fill. You know you right out. But anyway, guys, 
We have our ever so lovely travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, Mr. Lee Lastavica. How you doing, Lee? 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 Mm. No Lee? No House of Vika there. Well, he's not <laughs> muted because we can hear the, his backyard. Definitely. Well, is it really his backyard? Because I don't hear wind chimes. I don't hear wind <laughs> chimes either. Mm. Lee? Is, it, is he in Tarzan too? <laughs> <laughs> he's in the wild. Is he in the wild? Mm. It's a mm. mean cricket though. That is a determined cricket. Jiminy? Possibly. Is that Jiminy? Maybe it's a leopard. <laughs> it's a leopard. <laughs> no, Lee's at... Uh, what's Lee doing tonight? He's, Lee he's at, went... No, yeah, we're playing around, yeah. guys. Lee went to see uh, Dave Chappelle in concert. Yeah, yeah wow. Yeah, good. Over there in Houston. We had to understand that. I mean, he went to go see Dave Chappelle. I saw Bill Maher last weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. So. I got yelled at by Bill Maher. <laughs> really? <laughs> I did. What? My celebrity feuds, man, are just going up and up. You're what? constant with that, <laughs> man. I tell you what. I started with Bobby Hebert. Bobby Hebert. Yeah, he was semi-famous, and then there was a... Uh, well, there was a, a bride uh, in the middle of somewhere there. Oh, yeah. goodness. Uh, semi-famous. Uh, this one, no, I went, I went straight up to actually famous. Famous, yeah. yeah. you guy on TV. Yeah. On a scale of one to five on the nasty scale. How'd you get yelled at? Where would you rate that? Well, it was, okay, so. Briefly, yeah. Me briefly, and my yeah. wife had a romantic night planned out uh, for my birthday. She bought me tickets because we always go see comedians when they were coming to town. Yeah. Uh, my wife came down with the flu, as y'all well know, right. and mm-hmm. could not go. Right. And she bought really great tickets. We were like four rows up from the stage. Was that the singer? Yes, it's oh, at the nice. singer. Nice. So wow. I thought, wow, she's not here. And I felt terrible. So I wanted to give her some kind of a sense. Because she, she wanted to go and she was miserable. We had to cancel our hotel room and everything. Yeah. So I thought maybe I would take a picture from the, just to give her a sense of what it would be like to be there. Well, you remember that one time you and I ate out before? What, what was my tragic mistake that I make when I'm taking a picture when I'm not supposed to? Oh, you leave the flash on. I leave the flash on. <laughs> oh, so you were not subtle at all. Not, no, not. A, I, I was trying to be subtle. That's why, like, when he fussed at me, I really couldn't say anything because, wow. I, you know, I knew I was doing something I shouldn't have been doing. You were doing it, bad. Yeah, I, I was doing a little doing bad. bad. <laughs> but you're lucky because, like, in the singer, I mean, when we went to see Dave Chappelle long time ago i mean they like stormtroopers like right along the aisles pretty much so they saw that flash and they'd be like hey come here come here you're coming out there weren't stormtroopers but let me tell you he yelled at everybody though like i was like one of like 10 one of 10 yes oh taking flash photos no no no, getting, no, no, yelled, no. At. getting yelled at like oh, there were yeah. people who would get up like he's i don't know if you watch bill maher i've heard yeah. bill maher he's kind of a smarmy kind yeah, of guy yeah, yeah. and he, he has his charm and his wit but i mean he's also like when he saw me take pictures like oh man come on you don't need to take my picture i'm on the internet enough i don't come down here for my <laughs> picture oh, so he's trying to be funny yeah well what he said was funny but it, like it was a smart ass kind of thing like to dig. say the that, tone yeah. wasn't it was his tone like it was he, he said something like yeah, that's right. Because cell phones are bright, and the people who use them are not. Ooh, like that. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he just insulted everyone in the room. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. but no, there was a lady in the front row who kept like, she, oh my, she wasn't paid a ton of money. She was a huge fan. And at one point in time, he he leans down and goes, "I'm glad you love me. Now shut the f up." <laughs> wow, I'm trying to do a show. People would get up to go to the bathroom and be like, oh, yes, I know you people here in New Orleans like your beer. You know, like <laughs> just that sardonic kind of tone. Condescending right. kind of yes. yeah. So, no, okay, anyway. We're going to leave that alone. Okay, yeah, family. I've better. graduated in my celebrity feuds. I, that, I like it. I'm, I'm doing better. Hopefully, I can aim high. 
for yeah, next week. Can't keep going. Jerry Lewis. Shoot for the moon. Anyway, guys, uh, we got a show chock full of different things here for me. We got some guest service emails that we got to address that we hadn't had a chance to do. We got a couple of news stories that we're going to talk about. And the big thing we're talking about is a little preview of Pandora that is set to open about a month from now. Our man. Pandora preview spectacular. Exactly. Bam. So we're going to talk about everything that's been released today. On the, This is the 23rd today of our recording. Yes. So there was like a lot of behind the scenes things. There was a lot of restaurant talk. There was a lot of annual pass holder things, man. So we have an idea of the story of these attractions. Mm-hmm. We, we, we have a sense of what we're going to see. So we're going to run it through and whet your appetite for the opening of Pandora. So this is basically the Blue Man special. Pretty the blue man special. The blue man special. Is that like an offshoot of the blue man group that they don't <laughs> they don't play in the Vegas Strip like they <laughs> they play? It's like the buffet in the back. Yeah, <laughs> discount. The blue plate special. I <laughs> <laughs> love yeah. that B&Bs. Summer weekends, ladies and gentlemen, join us for a trip to Pandora. Enough of my jimber jabber. Let's go make some magic. Be our. Guest, be our guest, put our service to the test, tie your nap. And here we are on Guest Services, and this is the segment in which we service you, the listener. And we get to read out all your emails and listen to your voicemails and such, but we have two emails that we got to catch up on that uh, we're going to address right here. And the first one we have goes all the way back to around Mardi Gras time, and this is uh, from Rick Swero, one of our longtime listeners. And this is actually addressed to Lee, but he CC'd the entire gang. He says, hi, Lee. Thank you for helping and booking and making our February 2017 Disney Dream Cruise a stress-free success. The only way we could have improved on this vacation was to have sailed for seven nights instead of four. When I asked the family where they wanted to go next year for vacation, the unanimous answer was the Disney Cruise. I think we have been converted from a Disney Parks family to a Disney Cruise family. During the cruise, we purchased a placeholder for an upcoming cruise. We are thinking we would like to cruise President's Week 2018 and are open to several options. And then he goes on to say, he says, I CC'd Kevin, Danny, Eli, because I know Kevin has a cruise coming up. Kevin, Lee says you have pushed back your sailing date. Get going. You're going to love the cruise. The parks are great, but the cruise allows adults greater freedom. The greatest thing is the kids club. You send the kids there and you can be an adult again. I got to watch Rogue One do a martini tasting. Relax at the beach, sip champagne, have a five-star dinner at Remy, and enjoy drinks while sitting at the pool. Gentlemen, thank you for the weekly entertainment, and maybe one day we can break beignets together. Regards, <laughs> Rick Swirrow. Absolutely, sir. Oh, man. Big money nice. grip. Big money grip. We Living will the dream. Tell you what, huh? On the Disney dream. On the doubt. Disney dream. That's right. But anyway, just to address his little query to me, he's like, oh, Rick, I've been on the Disney cruise. I just, it, you know, for my honeymoon. And so the reason why I've been putting it back is because it's a little expensive, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just a little, just a little yeah. expensive. So I had to push it back a couple of times. But it's funny that you say you're looking at President's Week because if Mardi Gras happens to fall around President's Week, we might be on the same boat. Uh oh, I'm, 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 I rescheduled it for Mardi Gras next year, 2018. And you some there's I, mean, I haven't looked it up, but sometimes President's Week and Mardi Gras falls within the same week. If you're on that boat and oh, Rick I'm going to be yes. on that boat. I'm going to do everything I can to get on that boat. How you like that? We'll have to figure it oh, out. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. That'd be great. I got half a good kidney. I might can sell it. Maybe have enough for a ticket to get on there. <laughs> half a good kidney? Yeah. Last time I drank by the pool, my sink was overflowing. So. 
<laughs> your cup runneth over, sir. No, the sink ran it over. It was <laughs> the Long Island iced tea runneth over. Nah, I'm serious. It was the sink in the bathroom. Man. It, was, it was a hard day. <laughs> Needed to bring a beer. Well, you were the sink. You were the sink. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably more for me because that water bill was no joke. Like the actual water person came knocked on my door. I was like, "Do you realize uh, your your water bill is kind of be high?" <laughs> I thought y'all doing that prorated stuff. No, see, <laughs> you live in one of those Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie homes. Don't they just like take the water and recycle it after it's been in the sink, clean it, and just push it right back through? Yeah, there's a lot of recycling going on. The problem is you, it's tough to fix it once it breaks. Like I had a, I had a toilet. I had a toilet that's got like a half circle and there's a full circle. Oh, yeah, for light loads and heavy loads. Yeah, number one, yeah. number two, literally, right? Mm-hmm. And then like the toilet broke. I mean, it still worked, but it, it couldn't, um, how you say, like, you know, like you fill up water in the toilet and then like the pump raises up so it shuts the yeah. water off. Yeah. Well, Brad Pitt's toilets don't work like that. So <laughs> they got sensors. It's something. It's, it's like the way it's just made. I couldn't fix it. So I didn't know that the water was still running. And no joke, like a sewage and water bird person came by the next day. and was like, your water's been running straight for like three days. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> What are you talking about? And sure enough, I went in my bathroom and I heard the little water. I mean, it's so, but it's, it's, it's not quiet. loud. So Brad Pitt's toilets, they're very quiet. Yeah, they're very quiet, but the bill wasn't. <laughs> and when I saw the bill, I wasn't. Wow. You know, yeah. Did uh, you write Brad and ask him why? I, I did talk to people. They said, we'll give you a whole new toilet if you want. I'm like, well, as long as somebody can install it, because, you know, I want to save the world, but I don't know how to fix, like, environmentally made toilets. And you know. They probably don't have these on the Disney Dream, then. Probably not, but I'm just saying. Like, I don't have I don't have all y'all cash, and the closest I came because you ran all the water. I ran all the water (laughs) exactly. I do like the Rogue One um, while having a drink sitting. That that's Mm -hmm. that's pretty that's pretty pimp. You know, I don't know how many kidneys I got to sell for that one, but I'll take care of your toilet first, and then we'll work. Yeah, yeah, fix your toilet. Yeah, well, fix that water device, and then you can get on another. I need a vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you need a toilet first. Yeah, yeah, but you can only go on a cruise once. <laughs> oh, well, you but like you the use a toilet multiple times a day. I got two bathrooms, sir. I got okay. two bathrooms. Oh, so the other and one's DB. okay. And a trash can. Oh, yeah. Three bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you're totally right. I don't yeah. think the listeners look at that one. Maybe it's good if they don't. Well, thank you, Rick. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitely appreciate We definitely appreciate you every time you come in and buy some beignets. Mm-hmm. I mean, whenever you write in, not come in. But thank some, you, hopefully someday you'll write, come in. And we get to break beignets with you, just like you said. Who's next? And the next one we have is from the Raz, Elizabeth Rasmussen. She says, hi, guys. I have enjoyed listening to your past few episodes and just wanted to offer a few comments for consideration. Here's her first comment. In reference to the idea of the gondolas at Walt Disney World, I think it would actually work. There have been a lot of advances in this technology in the past few years, and it's used extensively in some mountainous regions. Mm -hmm. Depending on how the gondola is suspended in the air, I am sure there's a way that it could absorb lightning strikes. This grounding technology is not new. It's used in things such as certain types of pool cages. Otherwise, there is no way Disney could use gondolas because lightning happens daily during the summer in Central Florida. I don't think Disney would spend millions of dollars on such a transportation option if it was not viable. Unless winds are over 40 miles per hour, which is what the wind speed is at when they close major bridges in Florida. It would probably be fine. Okay? So there's that point. Can I just say something really quick on that? Yes. There's no point there where there's lightning and me 
anywhere near it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It, it, it'll work. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we're not saying it won't work. We're just saying people are going to be too scared shitless to go. <laughs> Thank <on>. you. <laughs> I like that science lesson. Yeah. But yeah, if you told me there was a flying car, that's a cool concept. But that doesn't mean I want to be the first to get in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. No. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be safe as safe can be too. But. Yeah, and I'll be like that. One millionth customer on the lightning gondola, but I would not be that first person. I would like, not. When you see like one of those, like they have a roller coaster or something like that, like uh, on the top of um, one of the hotels in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Where it just yeah. shoots you straight down and you just hang off the side of a building. Oh, that's And fun. then it just <laughs> brings you back and it keeps doing it. <laughs> I'm sure it's safe. <laughs> I don't want to be the one person where it was like, yeah. You knew you were dangling <laughs> off the side of the building, wouldn't I mean it's hard to feel What'd you expect? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Do you do you want to be that person when that break lets go, you know, yeah. like oops, sorry, like you don't get that back. But. Yeah, see I got family in Vegas and it's like, hey, you want to go on that? I'm like, no. Well, I mean, fear of heights is just a natural fear, isn't it? I mean mm-hmm. I don't think fear of heights is something that is um limited to a, a very few People, oh, right, I think right, right, it's, right. it's pretty widespread. I mean, most people have somewhat of a fear of heights, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I just know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you being that high up on the astral orbiter provides just, me discomfort. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to say, you brought <laughs> so, that up, but yeah, yeah I'm sure the technology is great. I'm sure it's advanced and stuff, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I like that that weather lesson though. That was cool. I got like, nice. flashbacks of like Mister Wizard. That's good to know. I didn't realize they closed it at 40 miles per hour. That's cool. Actually, you know what? We're talking about this. Let me let me bring this a little bit more full circle. Sure. Okay. I was watching uh, a documentary on the monorail. Yeah. And did you know that monorails hung from a track? Okay. And it was Walt's wife, Lillian, who's like, yeah, that don't look safe to me. A hanging coaster? Like a hanging okay, okay. Lillian. Could you flip it and they actually found one that ran the opposite way but most monorails at the time did hang ah no kidding so uh i remember seeing that and i'm I'm probably butchering that little history lesson uh i'm I'm sure that story is told way better but that's just how i remember it just right but yeah even lillian disney and walt were like yeah people might find this to be a bit scary yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like the worst thing is if you're suspended yeah and then you hear like again a a gear break or a (laughs) cable snap just if you see lightning. Light, that's a good... Yes, your they jump Your palms right are now. getting sweaty, your butt's getting tight. And <laughs> you start thinking you of that yeah. science thing where the car gets hit by lightning, but it goes straight through the ground for the tires, and but then, nobody inside is affected. Right, and that's what everybody's trying to pile on top of the biggest person because in case the thing drops, they're hoping that they have like a little you know, safety cushion or something right, should right. the thing fall to the ground. Now, I'm good. Just put me underneath... <laughs> you know they did this ground and then there's my feet and i'm good <laughs> i am totally good with that if lightning strikes you know what i can walk out from that i can't walk out if i'm in midair and get hit by lightning kind of like, like the monorail yeah if you're in the middle of the track you're stuck right i'm not a kite can't go fly it exactly anyway she has another point she'd like to make you ready oh yes okay sorry yeah no no it's okay she says a little insight on the story of the woman who supposedly rode tower of terror 50 times in a single time oh wow the lawsuit yes the lawsuit this is from the lawsuit show from <laughs> okay. uh, about a month ago yeah yes man the story said she used a dac a disability access card which is as you know is the old system right mm-hmm. um this is the old well that's what she says sorry <laughs> she says this is the old system and involved a card that the person who had the medical condition would carry they would have CMs at a certain attraction write down a return time on the card. 
Only one ride could be marked at a time, and there are only around 15 to 20 spots on the whole card. So I don't understand how the woman used the card again and again for the same ride. Today's disability system works in a similar way, but it is all tied to your magic band. I believe Disneyland still uses the old system. So that's the end of that point. And I do have a response to that because I actually have uh, one of those old DAC cards. Oh, do you? Yes. And this was actually before Is they this started. When your lumbago acts up? <laughs> no, actually, no. Somebody, some family gave it to us. Oh, really? Just as a souvenir? Yeah. Well, to use. And they, they yeah, gave us a, Yeah. They that's what was I was like, thinking. They're right? like, hey, this is like a super fast pass. You can go on the rides as many times as you want. Oh, okay. You know? And so we did. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Within an hour, we must have rode Tower of Terror like maybe like six, seven, eight times repeatedly after back with a, like minimal, like a little bit of a wait. You know, so, um, yeah, your, your story about the DAC card is, is accurate, yes, but um, there was a time before that where they didn't use a punch card, where they didn't keep track of how many rides, or right. they didn't do the return time thing. Um, so, yeah, you could have just presented that, and then if the ride wasn't transferable, like if you didn't have to transfer from your handicapped vehicle to the ride vehicle, uh, you could just walk right on in. Wow. So, I mean, it's... It's still abuse of the card, right? Yeah, it's terrible abuse. Yeah, I abused the card. No, I'm not saying you. I didn't say you. <laughs> which I didn't is probably say why, you, Kevin. Which I is probably why they started having to keep count because of me. No, Kevin. I'm probably sure. <laughs> which is why the they person, got rid of the condola because I kept throwing quarters Kevin, off. I didn't blame you. I'm probably the person that used it 50 times and then sued Disney. But I freely admitted, you know, I probably get You didn't have that. to incriminate. I didn't even throw your name in there, man. I didn't, it's okay. It's okay. It's not okay. They're, yeah, not I'm 40 think, now. I got to cleanse my soul. I didn't think well, you're, you're a punch card <laughs> abuser or something. You don't want that on your conscience. <laughs> Kevin shrugs. <laughs> He's like, yeah, hey, well, you know. I know it's a podcast. You can't see me shrugging, but man. So that's two systems you help bring down. Yes, I guess so. Wow. Man, I'm racking up. Me and You're my celebrity up, yes. feuds and you and you. And me and this, you know. I think your feuds are more harmful. <laughs> you think? Or more you expensive because they have to come up with other stuff. I'm just people with big egos. Yeah, he's pissing <laughs> off generations. Right. He's pissing off generations and stuff. Man. I have the power. I mean, you took out 20,000 leagues under the sea with all the quarters you threw in there, dirtying up the lagoon. I know. Wow. Yeah. You took down the, the Skyway. The Skyway had to go down with it. You like to be lying the Disney rides, dude. Oh, I know. I know. What What else could I do? <laughs> Rick well, Swearer. Oh, watch out, he's going on that cruise now. <laughs> watch out now. You ever oh, saw they, Speed they, 2? Watch out, you know how that They went. got that big water slide that hangs off the <laughs> side of the boat. So, I mean, you know. But she has another point. The another Raz, point? What's going on? on? The okay. Raz is coming with three points. When the Raz, Raz writes in, you ready? Go okay. for it. And she says, I had a lot of fun listening to the Disney March Madness song episode. I may have been singing along in my car the whole time. Aww. Oh, nice. Yeah, I do have to say that I think you would have had a few different picks if you had a female perspective involved, <laughs> especially regarding some of the 90s classic Disney movies. Well, Lee Lasavico was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, uh, I would like, so what picks? What, what, what does she, yeah, she oh, say? She says, yes. she says, yes, Lion King made it close to the top, and while an excellent movie... It is nowhere near the level of Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, I, and Little Mermaid. Talk to Lee Lastavica. Talk to Mr. Eli Ivory. I voted for Beauty and the Beast. They kept, they liked that circle. Of I like the Circle of Life song too, but mm-hmm. hey, look, I was inspired. Okay, I was inspired by it. Also, Mary Poppins is one of my personal favorites. Oh, that was another one that, that I went down one? on the yeah. ship with. Well, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then she says, she finishes out, she says, I think you should do an episode of the best Walt Disney World attraction music. 
Past and current rides. I think that would be awesome. Currently I, I working on it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Kirk Landry, yes. who is uh, currently working on that. Now, I don't know that we're going to do past songs. That's we're gonna, a lot of songs, yeah. though, right? <laughs> to, do, to do the past songs, like it's, it, you gotta, we're going to see what Kirk gets up to. Right, right. You know, because there's a lot of songs right now. I mean... There's a lot of great songs. Yeah, I remember that a lot are, of past songs. current too. attractions. And I'm sure there's a lot of rides, past songs that were lead and ride. But if... We look at the list and we're like, eh, we can add a few. And look, El Rio de Tiempo, I love that song. It's, I, that has to be there. I, I, I want that song on there. Has I, to if be there's there. any way possible, I can get El Rio de Tiempo. But it has to, to be in there. No, I'm, I mean, sure, I'm sure it'll make its way. There's no way El Rio de Tiempo does not make it to that. All right. Well, yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll, see, we'll have to see how it goes. Anyway, she finishes out. She says, I hope everyone's doing well in Big Easy and in the Lone Star State in Lee's case. Elizabeth Rasmussen, a.k.a. The Raz. Thanks, Raz. Yeah. Yes, thank you very much for chiming in. That's that's awesome. And I like the science lesson. I still don't want to be hanging by no cable. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Appreciate (laughs) knowing that it would be safe. It would be safe if we had to do it. That's correct. It'll be the safest ride I never go. My name is Eli Ivory, not (laughs) Evil Knievel. Thank you very much. Evil Knievel. Yes. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, that music means you're getting a second segment on this show, man. How you like that? Soon to be a third. Soon to be a third, man. You're getting your money's worth on this one. And so the news that we're talking about here is actually a rumor. And it's titled Magic Kingdom Security to be restructured, screening for most moving to TTC and resort hotels. So basically, what does this mean? Um, the gist of the story is that as of right now, all of the screening things, you know, the metal detectors and whatnot are very close to the turnstiles, well, what used to be the turnstiles. What they now call touch points. Touch points. Okay. We can call it touch points. You know, so you touch your point and Mickey you go in the park. Mickey to Mickey. That's right. So they're awfully close to that. And you know that, and there's a lot of congestion. So the rumor is that they're going to restructure it and they're going to move it basically out further out. Yes. So if you park, uh, to where you have to access the, the park at, transportation and ticket center they're going to have those checkpoints there mm-hmm. so basically it's going to be earlier okay and if you're coming from any of the resorts like if you're walking from the contemporary or the buses those are going to be further out too and you're going to be engaging those uh, metal detectors and security checkpoints much earlier as well before you even uh, go into the park so yeah basically it's just uh, i guess it's moving it away from an even more congested point so it's not doubly congested mm-hmm. it's a gist of this particular article which we'll post in the show notes so you can read over what do y'all what do y'all guys think about this? Man, I like the fact that they're gonna help keep that area a little bit more clear. It is it is crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy congested over there, but at the same time, if you're staying at a resort with monorail access, mm-hmm. there is nothing more frustrating than when you're like you're getting to the monorail stop and that monorail's right there waiting for you. Right. And it's a mad dash. Like, the monorail's here. Hurry, let's get there before it pulls off and we got to wait. Mm-hmm. However long you got to wait for the next monorail. So you're hurrying to get to that monorail. It would suck if you're, oh, the monorail's here. And you run and you're like, stop. You, we need you to take everything metal out of your pocket. <laughs> Please step over <laughs> here, sir. tray right over here. Okay, we're going to have the wand. Do, 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 do. Okay, yeah, she has to finish that before she gets on the monorail. You know, oh, so wow. right, 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 right. all the stuff that you'd have to go through. And there order. goes the monorail. Yeah, bye, <laughs> monorail. Yeah. Like, wait. You might see, depending upon how many people in your party and how much stuff y'all are carrying with strollers and all the stuff that you mm-hmm. get, you might see two or three monorails pass right. by the time you're able to get on there. So mm. I don't know, man. It's like, I like it. I like the idea of what they're going for here, but 
how backed up is that lobby going to be? Right. Like, if you, like, picture the Grand Floridian. You know, you got that second level. You go right through. Mm-hmm. What happens, like, if you're going resort to resort, just like, you know, monorail crawl? Like You, you got to get on the thing. Exactly. And the thing. So you're going from the Grand Floridian to the Contemporary to go to California Grill. And I like the thought process, but... Ooh, I don't know that I'm going to like the execution very much. I almost prefer it just being like, look, I'm in the park. I can see where I need to go. I'll wait to go through the metal detector because I'm, I'm here. If I'm struggling to get mm-hmm. there and you're delaying me to get there, that might make me a little bit more aggravated. Maybe it would throw yeah. off your whole day. Yeah, it might. It might. Yeah, yeah. well, because it's, it's a matter of time. Mm-hmm. You're, going to, you're like, oh, we yeah. got this dinner reservation, this and that and the other. So, yeah, that look, could mess up your whole day. I think... I mean, I I appreciate what they're trying to do, but at the same time, I think it it opens up the window for more uh, things to possibly happen. You know, just because if you're back at the resort and you go through the metal detector, there's still a whole amount of space that something can happen where somebody can influence something somehow that, you know, you can sneak it past uh, going in through the touch points. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess holes for uh, it expands the number of holes like right now the way it's set up you go through the checkpoint then you go straight to the touch points mm-hmm. and there's not really too much of an opportunity for you know somebody to pass off something or whatever else you're saying there's no way that they can eliminate like let's say you go through the ttc mm-hmm. security checkpoint right you're saying that there might be a way to influence what somebody else gets a hold of right right between then and there yeah possible yeah i mean it just opens up the gap in which things are possible for that yeah. Versus, like, you know, you go to the checkpoint, then you go straight to the touch point. I mean, there's not, not really much room that you can do. Not to say they couldn't do it there either, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's less likely just because it's so close. I mean, it seems like something needs to be done. And it seems like, look, this isn't a bad solution. It's not like there's an easy solution. Right. No, no there isn't. Yeah. That's a, yeah that's, a, that's a tough call either way. Yeah. I mean, you know, and there's always something that slips through the cracks, but the, yeah, the key is to make sure you have everything as, as tight as you can, and you have, I mean... Why can't your a, magic band just scan you? Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, that, that's interesting. <laughs> That'll be convenient. There's actually, like, a GPS in it already, right? Yeah, since you touch Mickey to Mickey, it's like, he has no weapons. Right, exactly. Or, like, if you have one, they, like, freaking, like, you know, make you down to say, sir, can you come with us? And, like... <laughs> I know if Jasmine came and said, hey, sir, come with me, but like, well, I don't know what I did, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, got, you got handcuffs? Or? Well, this is in reference to just the Magic Kingdom security. So what, the other parks, they, they don't merit any good security? <laughs> Maybe not. Like, they're not important? <laughs> you got, you, you got I think animals. the other parks probably have adequate space where, A, I don't think anybody's trying to get there for rope drop. I hear that. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and that. B, yeah. I think that yeah, there's adequate space in order to handle it. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't. I can see letting that go for Animal Kingdom, though, because I mean, like, you know, you try to get in there, they'll send, like, you know, the birds of prey after you or something <laughs> like that, you know? Like, oh, did you come in to take something here? From Flights of Wonder? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I don't you know. Send that crazy vulture out there to take your dollar and your bomb. <laughs> Fly back to the security, like, good job, Condor, you know? <laughs> Give us your thoughts about the whole security rumor. Would you like to see something like that? What are your thoughts? Do you have a better way? Shoot us an email at show at magicroway.com. And, of course, speaking about Animal Kingdom and Flights of Wonder, we're about to talk about Pandora. So here we go. All right. So here we are on the hub, and this is our main topic segment again. Number three, you got three, 
three three segments in one how about that whoa trish segments when's the last time we did that man it's been a while y'all we're talking about pandora which is slated to open in about a month you know i guess it's supposed to be the mythical creatures area now since this is the mythical oh, creature don't do thing, that. <laughs> don't do that. That's what it is. You know what? The latest video they showed, they're like, you know, when Animal Kingdom was built, it was always supposed to feature a, a realm of mythical animals. And I wanted to be like, shut up. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you d- No. People want to see dragons and unicorns and Loch Ness monsters because. And the Navi don't count as animals. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't count as animals. Well, I mean, they're humanoid, so technically they're mammals, could be oh. animals. But hey, Pandora's box is open. Pandora's box do? will be open and should be opening soon. And in fact, there's a thing about, you know, in two weeks, there's going to be some pa- annual pass holder previews. So yes. that, that should be taking place. But April 8th and uh, 9th. Then my birthday weekend. So hey, well, do you have an annual pass anymore? No, I don't. Oh, well, you see, but could have made a trip. Could have made trip. a trip. I know. I wouldn't yeah. win. Sounds like if you want to open Pandora's box, you're going to have to open up your wallet. So, guys, so one of the articles that came out, uh, I guess back on the 20th, there's been a whole bunch of things that have been coming out, you know, past week or so, is some of the backstories for a lot of the things that you're going to see in Pandora. Okay. We're going to preview exactly what it is that we're supposed to be getting. So now we know what we're going to be getting out of Pandora. Exactly. Okay. So the first thing they got is the story of Ace. And if you're not familiar with Ace, as you know, Kilimanjaro Safaris has its own little tour group that the people work for. Uh, the little Kilimanjaro Safari Tour Company in Africa. Well, of course, when you go to Pandora, you know, the, after the, the whole military people left, uh, the, this particular tour group over by the name of ACE. And ACE stands for Alpha Centauri Expeditions. Does that name even come close to ringing a bell to any of you guys? Last Starfighter. Last Starfighter? Yeah. That's probably not even where y'all... Thought I was going to go with that. That's an '80s movie. Okay. Yeah, I don't really remember that one. All right. Is there anything else that rings a bell with that name? That's Disney related. Something does ring a bell, but um, what if I said Horizons? What is it? What was it used for with Horizons? Well, in in actually in Horizons, if you remember at the end of the ride, you got to pick three different things: space, Mm -hmm. desert, and the sea. Mm -hmm. The space station was called Brava Centauri. Okay. So. If you think, if there was a Brava Centauri, if there's out. a B, is there an A? Is that Alpha Centauri? So this was the first maybe maybe station that was created that uh, or named after the station that happened to be on the Navi. Look at Robert Langdon over here <laughs> yeah, breaking know, down right? a Da Vinci code. I know. <laughs> you know, thought- if there's a B, there must be an A. So maybe this is the company that was, that was from that particular wow. space thing. But I, that, that, when I read this little story about the backstory about Ace and stuff, I was like, Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. I, know, I recognize the Centauri thing. And so I looked it up and I was like, oh, yeah, the space station from Horizon. So there you go. Yeah. So the, maybe there's a little tie in there that, you know, the first station was a Navi. We could have traveled Navi. And the second one that Horizons took you to was Bravo, wherever that was. The second one. How about that? How about that? I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm just guessing. Take me out to space. How about that? That's not a bad. Yeah. I like that. It's plausible. That's not a bad hypothesis. It's mm-hmm. definitely plausible. Yeah. I remember Alpha Centauri from something else entirely, though. I mean, I'm trying to remember what it was, but I know the name. I want to say it was a Transformer. Oh, boy. Uh, really? Yes. It must have been a big Transformer. Alpha Centauri. No, I don't believe so. Well, I can't remember. I'm sorry. Well, we got, well, that's all right. We got Transformers. We got the movie Starfires. We got Horizons throwbacks. But it's basically, it's just kind of like Star Tours. You know, Star Tours are created to bring people to the galaxy and travel around to all the different planets that you see 
in uh, the Star Wars universe, Ace was created to bring you. It was it's described as the Eco Tour Company that brings us to Pandora through partnership with the Navi. Gotcha. Uh, and it states here their mission statement is: Our dream is that all those who crave exciting adventures in nature can find that with Ace. We look forward to helping you discover the wondrous beauty that the world of Pandora has to offer. And if it can't be done in excess, it shouldn't be done at all. <laughs> no, that's not part of it. I had to throw that in there. Yeah. I felt like I was the president promoting something. God, I missed that ride. But anyway, <laughs> um, our attraction is. But yeah, so that's Ace. So you'll see references to Ace all over Pandora. Cool. So that's how we get there. So uh, now, I don't remember much yeah. of Avatar the movie, but I do seem to remember that Part of the reason you had to be one of the blue people in order to roam around avatars because the air was toxic to humans. Like if you were a human, you had to wear a mask. So do we have to wear masks when wandering around Avatar? Oh, that's a good question. Are we blue people? <laughs> are we blue people? Are we ceremonial blue, blue people? <laughs> they gonna, yeah, I was going to say, are they going to put us in that little tatted bed thing like they had Sigourney Weaver? Well, let me read this because uh, the article says... Uh, oh, you know what? Maybe they call President Scroob. <laughs> and he got Mega Maid to suck the air <laughs> out of one system, and they sucked it into Pandora. She's, you mean she switched from suck to blow? It, exactly. Hey, you know, we saw Mega Maid. <laughs> Maybe it's like canned air. I don't know. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Well, the, the description of Ace, it says it's founded by Marshall Lamb, and it's... <laughs> And it says it hosts travelers and also it, it, Ace is supposed to provide us with lodging, food, merchandise, establishments, pathways, bridges, safety railings, lights, fans, information on safety signs, river transportation, as well as park guides who know all about the land, flora, fauna within the Valley of Moara in Pandora, but says nothing about adjusting the climate or the air or atmosphere for our breathing. So anyway, yeah, so that's that. That's Marshall Ace. Lamb ain't got nothing on Lee Lastavica when it comes to booking. <laughs> yeah, Lee Lastavica at yeah. least make sure you get some oxygen. <laughs> Or Meriwether Adam Pleasure. Do you remember that name? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was um, Pleasure Island. He founded Pleasure Island. Yes, that's right. Wow. So, there, there, so there's the ace thing. There's a whole backstory which you should see all around Pandora when that's you go. That's pretty cool. Um, and it says here, when you visit Pandora, the world of Avatar, you are visiting a specific regional area of Pandora, the Valley of Moara. I was just saying that. The Valley of Moana? Like Moana. I'm it like, does. Moara. Make way. <laughs> Moana, make way. Moana. Pandora is your home. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. So and he says. No uh, one leaves. <laughs> yes. No one leaves. And he says the native inhabitants of Navi, which we know from the movie, live in distinct clans. And the clans that we're visiting is the Omatikaya clan. The Omatikaya. live in Moara. Wow. Yeah. So do y'all want to speak some Navi language? Well, well. First, before we we speak Navi language, can I say a couple things real quick? Only if you say it Navi. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> with oxygen. I'll have two of those, please. <laughs> yeah, gazoon type. Yes, thank you. Uh, real so, quick, though, before yes. we move on. All right. So the Valley of Moara. Don't you want to just say, make way, make, make way. way. Hey. Like, every single time yeah. I hear that now. Uh, the Valley of Moara is an attraction in and of itself. Like, technically, we only have two attractions here. Mm-hmm. Moara is the third. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be the equivalent of a trail oh, okay. that they have that you can hike through the floating mountains. It's so yeah, like a nature walk? Yeah, kind of like a nature walk. Which kind of thing. Animal Kingdom is full of. Exactly. You're going to hike through the Valley of Moara amid the floating mountains, 
And what you're going to see there is exotic plants that come to life with beautiful bioluminescence each night. Mm. A Navi-built drum circle containing instruments playable by all. Yeah. Navi totems and other cultural items found throughout the land. And brand new challenges and badges to collect. I, I guess that's one of those wilderness explorer things. Probably I'm not, so, I'm not yeah. sure what that it's is. Something new to collect, collector's items, that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, basically. So when we say the Valley of Moara, it sounds like that's the name of the whole land. And sure, but it's also to be seen as an attraction in and of itself. So it's like basically teach you to be a Boy Scout. Sort of, kind of. You get a nature walk. You get like some badges. Yeah. Like you have the Maharaja Jungle Trek. You, get you to have be blue. the Moara. Play some music. Yeah, I like that. You know, the jam with the Navi Louis yeah. Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> you get to play Is there with a that. Navi Louis Armstrong? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, to rock. I write you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I see people of blue. Floating <laughs> mountains too. <laughs> Doctor Rock the Rock. And I think to myself. Alvatreo. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather visit uh yeah, yeah never yeah, ending yeah. story. With that. Why can't we go there? I'm gonna go to never ending story. So that means like you get Wait, to what was the name of the never ending story land? Uh, Fantasia. 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 Oh, what a great tie-in. Yeah, oh there you go. boy, I like that. I like that. I always wanted to ride the, the big dog thing. Like that oh, scene was God. awesome. I'd rather thing. ride that than a banshee. I'm good. You I know, let's that. do that. You know what's funny about that scene is like I watch Family Guy, and so they did a spoof on that and, and Peter Griffin was riding the dog <laughs> he's like a trail he's like oh Peter buddy you're getting a little heavy there <laughs> Atreo, yeah. and he slowly sticks and he crashes into the earth <laughs> wow you gotta be pretty big to make that dog crash that thing was huge well Peter Griffin's pretty big he is I'm sorry I, look, I just wanted to make clear that yes the uh, the valley of Moara make way uh, that is also going to be an attraction I like that you though. would say that's, that's kind of peaceful I, I like the thought of that it's we're going to make a well, song that's cool that. like to be able to walk at night yeah. and, like the, it lights up as you walk and things come to life that'd be kind of cool yeah apparently from watching the videos uh, uh, like Pandora at night is going to look completely different than Pandora day yeah Light divides the night, Pandora divides yep. the day. Try to run, try to hide, break on through t- to the upper rye. <laughs> the upper rye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you think, Dad? Are we going to talk about dining? Uh, what, did you, you want to do the phrases? Please. So, uh, Kaltihi means Kaltihi. hello. 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 Y'all should probably know that. Kaltihi is a me you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Blind girl sculpting in that. I think that V, right? Runs out of clay because the legs are too long. <laughs> no, V, Richie. No, v, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. All right. Nice. Irayu. Wait, that's why we came up with a tray. A tray. Irayu. Irayu. That means thanks. Thanks. Irayu. Irayu for the memories. Oh, that's nice. Bob Hope. There yeah, look what a nice little throwback. You're welcome. Rute means please. Please. Please, Rute. Please. I thought I was a dude from Fat Albert. Droid Rute. class. <laughs> Rute. Or the littlest Huxtable. <laughs> Rute. Rute. <laughs> Rute. Date right. bud. Oh, my God. All right. And <laughs> Weiru Sayu means my name is. What? Oh, wow. Weiru Sal. Where Russo? Where Russo? This is Slim Shady. Shady. There you go. 
And there you go. Man. So that's your. your I, yeah. uh, they should hire us for that. Would he do that with them drums and do this? You know the the native language right Russia, there. What? Oh, we, Russia, we figured what? out a way to make it translate. To that well, you know, his name Pandora, so they have access to all the music, right? That's true. They do. I would hope they yeah, should they translate have, that. They have they their own Navi station. There you go. <laughs> Bringing live hits from Navi. <laughs> Top 40 every hour on the hour. Tao K, you're <laughs> listening, listening to Navi 905. And, and first up on Navi, that I'm blue. Ba -da -de -da -da -da. <laughs> <laughs> and that song from the Fifth Element. <laughs> <laughs> and now the Smurfs. <laughs> and next up on In the Big Blue World. <laughs> Suddenly you buy the blue bin. And from the Navi Disney movie, Mara, <laughs> make way. <laughs> All right. All right. So where are we at now? So that's what you, I guess, the world you're entering to, yeah? Yes. So Asian. that's the Navi and the world you're entering to. So let's get into where you go. So you're going to go eat while you're yeah, there, right? Gotta, gotta eat. eat. It's gotta a big eat land. You gotta eat. Yeah. So what we got here, man? All right. So let's start with Pongu Pongu. Pongu Pongu. Oh, wow. That sounds like something you catch on your feet. <laughs> Actually, once Danny Elfman left Oingo Bongo, they became <laughs> Pongu Pongu. Pongu Pongu. Pongu, Pongu. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a natural progression. Coming of soon to a yes. Six Flags. <laughs> Pongu Pongu. Pongu Pongu. Actually, no. It means uh, it, in the Navi language, yeah. the place Pongu Pongu means party party. Party party. <laughs> party. We're going to Pongu all night long. Wait, hey, wait, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a blunt right there. Da, 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 like, where da, da, the pongu at? <laughs> Over there. What you come to do? I came to pump pongu. the pump the pongu. <laughs> pump, pump, pongu. What? <laughs> you, you, know, you remember that movie, House Pongu? <laughs> <laughs> and House Pongu 2? House Pongu 3? Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. The pajama jammy jam one was the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pajammy jam pongu. <laughs> The, no, oh, no, the V in play. Oh my! <laughs> the v in play. <laughs> all right. So Pongu Pongu is a refreshment stand slash kind of like a bar. It's basically where you can go to get your your, your Pongu drinks. Pongu on. Yeah. Get yeah. Your drink. Yeah. Get. You know. I like it. So, I, I do like. It. I'm all about a Pongu. That could be a place that we could definitely uh, hang out at. I think so. And they actually had like desserts and stuff there as well. Like you mm. know, it's a watering least, hole. Yeah, it's yeah. a watering hole. All right, it's a watering hole. So it was originally built by a former RDA employee who, uh, RDA employee, I don't know if y'all remember from the movie, the RDA people were the military guys. Right, those are the guys that did the Avatar thing and they, you know, they Yeah, they didn't understand stuff. that well, they were mean. nature was good. Knocked down trees and all that kind of business. Yeah, they made them big Bad robots stuff. and stuff. But, but this former RDA employee fell in love with the natural splendors of Pandora. Well, okay, what was her name? Uh, Splendora. Splenda? <laughs> Splenda? Is that where we get Splenda from? Splenda, yeah. Baby, I'm leaving you. I met a girl named Splenda. <laughs> I'm going to go out with her sister, Truvia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I met a man named Equal. <laughs> we going to Ponga? He's not better than you. He's just Equal. He's just Equal. <laughs> All oh, natural. Man. All natural. All night long. Ponga, Ponga. Ponga, Ponga. Oh, right. my goodness. So he fell in love with the natural splendors of Pandora, and eventually he built a place where his fellow expats. Is expats? Expats. Expats. Tupacs? Expats Shakur. That's what it says. Yeah, yeah, expats. Expatriates. Expatriates. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's for. So this is where his fellow expats can gather and socialize. He even placed a retired RDA-era amp suit, which would be the... Terminator style ripoff mm -hmm. suits that they yeah. were walking around big in. Big power yeah. suits. Right. 
uh, outside the building as sort of a landmark. Wow, like that's got to be an interesting area to have, right? You like all of them get together. Like, Remember that time we tore down that tree? Yeah, because I know if I'm the Navi, I'm like, oh wow, look the. Machines that used to send to kill us. How exactly. nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's remember this. Exactly. Maybe they played darts I want to drink it. there. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a pongu pongu there, but I'm not going to pongu <laughs> nowhere around there. I don't think. Yeah. So the owner of pongu pongu eventually collaborated with the Ace Tour Company to transform his this eccentric building into a place for tourists to visit and wet their whistles. Filled with Pandoran treasures and RDA relics, it has quickly become a favorite destination for locals and tourists alike. Even before it opened. Even before it's open, it's hot. You know what? I'm going to create a, a competing tour company called Base. <laughs> oh, so you can choose Ace, Ace or Base. Ace or base. <laughs> I saw the sign. It said Pagu Pagu over here. <laughs> you know, it looks like a tiki bar for Navi, right? That's cute. I think so. Yeah. So that is what you have to look forward to. So, yeah, you, you've got a refreshment stand place in Pongo Pongo. You can mm. sit back, have a drink with your friends. Uh, and the second one is going to be the main restaurant mm-hmm. over in uh, Pandora, although it's not a table service. It's a counter service. Yep. Okay. Yep. There is no table service. This is the one place that you get for food. Well, I mean, I'm sure Pongo Pongo has some snacks that you can have but i mean in, in terms of, of sit down bars. eating i'll just say if they had a turkey leg over there iraho there you go iraho thanks <laughs> Ira- oh man mean? look at you using the language you know multicultural trying to, try to practice getting look in there that. you know because i'm not trying to get shot at the pongu pongu you said a raho oh my bad yeah, Raiho get your face slapped. Yeah, that's right. You got you got to watch the pronunciation. Used to used to date a girl back in the day, Raiho. Yeah, my no. bad. Yeah, so there was this place called what the Satuli Canteen, right? The Jake Sully. The Jake Sully. <laughs> that's Jake the only S- thing I remember about that movie. Jake Sully. Jake Sully <laughs> Canteen. He's like, my name's Jake Sully. Okay, Jake Sully. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, Sully and Boulder. Jake no, Sully and Boulder. Sully Boulder. Sully, not Sully. Sully. Oh. Yes, the Satuli. Canteen is the counter service mm-hmm. slash uh, restaurant uh, that you're going to encounter in Pandora. And it was once the main mess hall of a large RDA base located in the Valley of Moara. But like, now the canteen is closed and operated by the Ace Tour Company. Of course. A restaurant tour hired by Ace has redesigned the once utilitarian. Anybody want to? Quonset Hut. What? Quonset? Quonset hut. It's like the old military army huts. It looks like a big dome. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, if you want Gomer Pyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, those are those little barracks that they used to live in. Those uh, are Quonset oh, huts. Holy, I didn't yeah, know that. Those are Quonset <laughs> huts. Yeah. It's Quonset. So it makes sense that the RDA would have Quonset huts because okay. that's like, you know, cheap military housing. Oh, wow. All right. So the once utilitarian Quonset hut uh, been made into a beautiful museum-like dining room. It features Navi art and cultural items. The Satuli Canteen now reflects a new friendship and cultural understanding that exists between the humans on Pandora and the indigenous Navi. Uh. And by the way, we should say this real quick, guys. Uh, this information, we did not come about this on our own. This is all credit of WDW News Today. Okay. is where we pulled this from. I'm, I'm not sure it. if it was already printed on... It was a blog or whatever, but I mean, this is where we pulled it from. So So thank you, Tom Corliss, for writing this. 
So there you go. And uh, so interesting point about the Satu Lee Canteen. This kind of coincides with another big story from the week that we could have covered in the queue, but we mm-hmm. saved all that to put that right here. Uh, the Satu Lee Canteen inside Pandora will be the very first restaurant at Walt Disney World to open with mobile advance ordering on May 27th. Mobile ordering allows you to pay for meals on the go with the My Disney Experience app, bypassing the queue in order to place your order at the restaurant. You use the app, you select any of the menu items, you customize them as you wish, and you prepay for the meal. Wow, wow. okay. Yeah. So I so hold you, my phone and I order it. Yes, and when you arrive at the restaurant, you tap a button that says, quote unquote, I'm here. I'm here. I'm and here. I'm, yeah. And uh, it'll notify a cast member to start preparing the meal. And when it's ready, the app will alert you to go pick up your food at a designated service window. Uh, Only credit card payments will be accepted for the service, though. With dining plan guests, they'll still have to use a normal queue, at least as of this moment. Really? Wow. So you still got to pay with cash. You can't, like, pay with, like, glowing butterflies or something over there? Unobtainium. <laughs> if you get a, if you get a hold of some unobtainium, is that what they used in there? It's been a while. That is. Uh, it sounds great. Okay. <laughs> you see, that's how well this movie is made a mark. Oh, cool. all right. Well, I, it, oh, you know, I guess there's no menu out yet. So there is a menu. Is there a menu? I have. You know what? This is where some podcasts will stop, but I have gone that extra step. I have a menu. Danny Rute. Tell us what we can get at the Satuli Canteen which is in a Quonset hut. All right. So yeah, I want to know what y'all can have at the Satuli canteen. What can we There's order? not a lot to choose from here. This Rute. is the lunch and dinner menu here. All right. But they seem to exist mostly with a lot of pod-based food. <laughs> pod-based food. Pod-based food. That does not like, sound Have you ever wanted a steamed cheeseburger in a pod? No. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't like a steamed cheeseburger in a wrapper. <laughs> I want it in a bun. Oh, so is it like Star Trek? Like you, you stick the you stick the little tablet or something like in a microwave, hit a button, and it comes out a cheeseburger. Oh, like the whatever the particle generator thing. I'm gonna. It's called cheeseburger steamed pod, and it is a steamed cheeseburger pod. Really, stuffed with ground meat, ketchup, mustard, pickle, and cheddar cheese, served with crunchy vegetable slaw and veggie chips. All in the pod. No, no, no. I oh, think the crunchy aside. veggie slaw and all that is off to the side. I think the pod is the one stuffed with the ground meat, ketchup, mustard, pickle, and cheddar cheese. Or my belly. I don't know what to think about that. I don't, uh, I've heard of steamed burgers, but there's only maybe like they one place Jimmy up Buffett north. Maybe they Jimmy Buffett to sign on and cheeseburger <laughs> and <In> Pandora. Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds better than cheeseburger and pod. Yeah, I don't. It just stops. Well, just if stops. y'all don't like that, you're gonna hate this because your second option is a vegetable steamed curry pod. Ugh. Steamed vegetable curry pod with eggplant, cauliflower, sweet potato, carrots, and shallot. Cilantro cream served with crunchy vegetable slaw and vegetable chips. I'm sure I'm gonna be like, Sounds told healthy. I should know better. But what's a what do you call it? A shallot? Shallot. Yeah, it's like a green onion, but bigger. Yeah. A like green a green onion. onion with a thyroid problem. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Shallot, like, on Earth, they call onions. <laughs> on <laughs> Pandora, they shallot. They shallots. Okay. I'm learning something now. Okay. They shallots. Well, that could help, man. All yeah. right. Irayo. Crazy. They got to have a drink that's blue in there, right? Oh, I'm sure. They Their cheesecake to. is blue. The Navi cheesecake. Blueberry, Blueberry. cheesecake top of passion fruit curd. Mmm. <sighs> I'm not a cheesecake person. I love I cheesecake. cheesecake. I'm glad. Well, you tell me how it is. I'll have your piece. 
you are more than welcome to have the cheesecake. That's and cool. you have what you have the Neytiri chocolate cake. That's Neytiri is the uh, Zoe Saldana character. I All believe. right now, chocolate cake you with gotta a crunchy cookie layer and banana cream topping. Ah, Pandora's great. <laughs> yeah, Neytiri gave us Neytiri cake. All right. Moving on. There's six entrees. Let's just get through this. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Two yeah, of them it. are pods. We got that. Right, we got done. the pods. Okay. Out. Mm-hmm. Now, you have your chili spice crispy fried tofu bowl, which Eli's mouth is watering. <laughs> yeah. As I say it, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Okay. Tofu, I'm on that. Yeah. That's crispy fried tofu seasoned with chili spice topped with crunchy vegetable slaw and boba balls. Okay. Oh, boba balls. Boba really? balls. Serve with your choice of base and sauce. That's interesting. Boba ball. No, it's not. That's not a good name. Boba ball? I guess it's better than blue balls. That <laughs> makes sense. Uh, well, well, tapioca balls would be more accurate. I don't know the full language of the Navi, but on that one, I have to say no rayo. <laughs> okay. No rayo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This isn't going well for you, huh? Okay. Well, how about the sustainable fish bowl? <laughs> Everybody loves sustainable fish in Walt Disney World. Sustainable fish? A sustainable fish? It sustains you. Yes. Okay, so what kind of fish sustains me out there? Don't they have fish that fly on that? Well, planet? you know, like usually when they say sustainable fish, it's like it's an alternating fish. Yeah, that's why they don't just name it the fish. But here they say panko breaded mahi uh, mahi, okay, topped with crunchy vegetable slaw and boba balls. More boba balls. Oh, I love boba those balls. balls. Boba balls all down your throat, right there. Take that boba ball. Serve with your choice of base and sauce. So I do they, like mahi mahi though. You I know, do. I've never had boba balls on an entree. I've always had it in a drink. I've never had. Tell us about boba balls. It's a, it's tapioca balls. It's a, if you're familiar, tapioca is like a little pudding, but they they could shape it into a ball. It's clear. Uh huh. And and yeah, that's pretty much it. They, they, they make a tea and they throw it in the bottom and it just sinks to the bottom of a drink. And you have these big old straws. And you suck it through. <laughs> so you suck on the balls through the straw. The the, the balls make it through. The, straw. the balls, if you suck hard enough, <laughs> they make it through the ball into your throat. <laughs> Do you swallow or I Sometimes mean, do you, you spit chew. out? Because I don't know what the... Well, what, if you suck too hard, it gets into your throat. So then you have to swallow. Okay. But then you got to, you know, if sometimes you can catch it and then you chew on it for a little bit, nibble on it, and then you swallow. I'm glad I, you, I thought you never used teeth. Some, <laughs> some, some like teeth. I'm not one wow. of them, but I'm so glad to be informed. Aren't you a better person now? And learning is half yes. the battle. <laughs> the more you know. Irayo, guys. Irayo. 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 So is there any other dish with balls on the on their thing? Yes. Oh, God, you're Come in luck. Balls. Is the there? next two th- desserts have balls. No, All right, no you're kidding. So slow roasted sliced grilled beef bowl. Does it have balls in it? <laughs> the balls are That's in the That's what beauty. I want to know. I think the balls are on the side. Hold up. Oh. Balls are on the side where they should be. That's very weird. Harry met Sally. <laughs> I got to see these things now. Like, I'm going I'm to. You want to see these balls? Kevin, show me the balls. <laughs> I want to see the balls. Let's talk about beef. Right. Kevin's pulling out the. Wow, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I was way blind there, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I coughed. Woo. <laughs> Slow roasted sliced grilled beef marinated in a blend of garlic, herbs, red pepper spice, and red wine vinegar topped with crunchy vegetable slaw and boba balls served with your choice of base and sauce. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. So now balls are looking not so bad. Well, I was thinking about the beef part with the vinaigrette and everything. I, but as long as they washed them, I guess that's what's important. <laughs> <laughs> This is a fun menu. I give them that. Okay. So it's you want to hear the last one? Yes, yeah, sir. Go ahead. Okay. Chopped wood grilled chicken bowl. 
which is wood grilled chicken thighs marinated with garlic and olive oil topped with crunchy vegetable slaw and boba balls, your favorite. Mm-hmm. Serve with your choice of base and sauce. It's, it's like not bad until you get to the blue balls part, but that sounds good. No, no, not blue balls, boba balls. I'm just going to just say, yeah, blue. I just, boba just, I think a boba fed. I'm like, now I got boba feds, bubble balls. balls. Head. Like, boba balls. <laughs> I don't know. Pass the bubble on the left-hand side. What? All right, so I'm going to skip past the kids' meals here. I mean, yeah, it's basically cheeseburger that. pods, cheese quesadillas. The usual, Hot yeah. dog wrapped in dough. Damn. Um, sides, you get your veggie chips, your red and sweet potato hash, mixed whole grains and rice, uh, quinoa and vegetable salad. Quinoa. What? Wow. You haven't seen a restaurant do quinoa yet, have quinoa. you? Quinoa. In Disney World? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not, yeah. Disney. So that's your menu over at the canteen. So, guys, I think that's about covers dining, huh? Yeah, that covers dining. I think that's all they have, yeah. Oh, and one more thing about the interior of the Satouli canteen. Uh, the interior has been transformed with the colorful Navi items filling the walls and hanging from the ceiling. Most of the items were gifted to humans by the Omadakaya. Omada- I guess so. Yeah, I guess it's as good as mine. Okay. Omadakaya. Most- <laughs> Most of the items were gifted to humans by the Omotakaya clan living in Moara. Handwoven tapestries, natural Pandoran elements, and even cooking tools can all be found inside the restaurant, along with sketches and photographs on the wall that help to explain their significance. With this unique display of cultural items, the Satuli Canteen visually represents the positive influence the Navi have had on humans living and working. On Pandora. Wow. Glad they have cooking tools in the restaurant. That's good. Yeah. Does that mean like the people that are going to be working and cooking the food, are they going to be Navi? Cause I don't think you're going to see Navi. I, I saw like in one of the preview videos, they were like, you're going to like explore Pandora and you're going to hear the Navi, but you're not going to see them. It, it, it's union rules. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Because they killed the ball. Yeah. The Navi well, union, you can't. Well, you can't. and they're naked. I mean, you can't have. <laughs> naked Navi. I it's just unhygienic. I understand. It is. I understand. You know, the FDA and all that kind of business. You, you, know, you know, it's like a lot of this is like you're OSHA. not. Like, you don't see a lot of Navi. You see a lot of banshees. You see a lot of plants. Ain't a whole lot of Navi running around. I mean, but they can't have like a little, you know, a little camera and it's just like from the neck up of someone say, well, oh, look, no, you're going to see some Navi. They're just going to be like more well dressed. That's what I think Pandora is going to be light on Navi. You're not going to see him unless you go on one of those two attractions. Right. And even then, I don't know that you're going to see a whole heck of a lot of them. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. with that. They don't have to be, you know, you nobody wants to see somebody nude. But I mean, yeah, I just yeah. thought they would have like some. Yeah. Give them some pants, you know. I mean, it's all good. You want to go on Pandora? You want to meet the Navi and like they're dressed by the Gap? There you go. They're <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yeah, we made peace with them. Yeah, we, yeah. we blue, but we're good. The Navi of Benetton. It's a, well, it's their house. <laughs> I mean, it's their house. You got it. You know, got to see it, right? Old Navi. <laughs> Old Navi. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Navi in there. Baby Navi. <laughs> Old Navi. I like that. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to Old Navi. <laughs> All right, so next up we have the shopping. Of course, you're going to shop when you go to Pandora, right? And of course, uh, there's going to be one shop that's located at the end of an attraction. And this says there's a, at the end of the flight of passage attraction, Wind Traders is the shop that's located there. And it's an old building that used to be part of the base during the conflict between the Navi and the humans. 
When Ace took over the old facility, they stripped the interior to just a shell and redesigned it to celebrate the natural world of Pandora. The feeling in the shop is a combination of National Park's visitor center, a cultural center, and a science museum. The store offers a range of items, including science kits, explorer's gears, items that feature natural bioluminescence, realistic and plush versions of Pandorian creatures, clothing, and various cultural items from the Navi. You can buy Navi clothing. Navi clothing. I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Is that much? Is like a, what Maybe else is little there? Jimmy wants a loincloth. <laughs> <laughs> George, why the diapers? We need something. Ah, yeah, we got to do it quick. Hurry. Do you want the Mickey ears or the loincloth? I'm not made of money. <laughs> a, couple, a couple on her honeymoon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Honey. Hey. And it's leather. Don't be blue. Don't be blue. Uh, let's see. Oh, and there's another story. It says the... Uh, the Colors of Moara is run by local expats as wild and eclectic as the creatures they paint. This face painting kiosk features authentic Pandorian markings, perfect for those arriving to Pandora or ending their visit, wanting a memory of their time spent there with face painting. Okay, so there's a face painting kiosk. So if you want to see Navi, look no further than your own child. That's right. There you go. <laughs> because there it is. there's not going to be a whole lot of Navi running. So, so what they say it is your child's an alien, yeah. basically. It's the bibbidi bobbidi Navi of that. bibbidi <laughs> of that particular area of the park. <laughs> bibbidi bobbidi boba balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> bibbidi bobbidi boba balls. Oh, and I should, it, goes, it does say that a lot of these items come from Navi traders that travel all over Pandora and visit various clans. Oh my goodness. So that means they should have like, you know, clan specific merchandise? Probably not. I'm fine with that. I'm with Eli. We don't need clan specific <laughs> yeah. merchandise. I'm kind of good. I'm kind of good. Can't support that. So there's your shopping area. You got a face painting <laughs> shop and uh, that. And a gift shop. And a Winter. gift shop with stuff. So, like, the only time you really get to see a Navi is when you're buying a toy version of one, pretty much. A or plush your, version. Yeah. yeah. A plush version. See, yep. look at that. That they exploit the Navi. They ain't change. <laughs> yeah, they ain't change. All right, so we got the culture. We got the tour company that's bringing us there. We got places to eat. We got places to clothe ourselves and paint our face like the Navi. So we're immersed in their culture. Now what? All right, so we have the flight of passage. Flight of passage. Flight of passage. The flight of passage. This is the banshee ride that everybody, I'm sure, is well aware of. Mm -hmm. uh, and here, the Pandora Conservative Initiative, or PCI, is a group of scientists who've studied the world of Pandora, and a specialized subset of the PCI has inherited and refined the Avatar program, which is now offered for tourists. Hey, How fortuitous, huh? Very good. Thanks to PCI scientists and technicians, guests can connect to their own avatar and fly over Pandora on the back of a mountain banshee. Located deep in the heart of the Moara Valley, Flight of Passage is where guests can soar on the back of a mountain banshee during a thrilling ride above the vast moon. Bonding with a mountain banshee is a crucial step in the life of a Navi hunter, and flying on the back of one of these powerful winged creatures represents an important rite of passage. And a Navi guide will be there to help guests in experiencing their own Navi rite of passage. Wow. So, that sounds intense. That does. How does that sound to y'all? Sounds like a, a simulator ride. Yeah, it's exactly what it's Yeah. Is it, is it what it is? It's a simulator ride. Okay. Kind of maybe like a setup like Soarin' or Soarin' something? over Pandora. Oh, I, ah. Soarin' over Pandora. 
pretty much. You know, I was wondering when they're going to replicate that particular uh, ride system. I hope they put a fan, a big fan, on or something. So you well, can they got feel orange like, smell, and you know, I don't think it's going to be an orange smell. Somebody's going to hit a bubble ball into the screen. <laughs> yeah, we're duck. Oh god, I wonder who that could be. Yeah, yeah. it's going to smell like quinoa, judging from their menu. <laughs> <laughs> a steamed hamburger. Yeah, steamed steam ham- hamburger. Cheeseburger. Yes, pods. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting, though. It should be a it, that should be fun, but yeah, this is nice. look, this is the jewel of it. This is what I'm looking for. The apex, the weenie of sorts, maybe. Well, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> not that strong, huh? Not that strong. No, right? well, I you know, I, I think most people would want to go for the flights of passage. I'm more of a river dark ride kind of yeah. cruise along pirates kind of style thing. Kind of Navi- El Rio de Tiempo style. Yeah. Yeah. El Rio de Tiempo. Well, like this it. is El Navi River Journey. El Navi. El Navi. <laughs> El Navi. Navi River. Okay, sorry, good. So with the help of Ace, of course. Ace is very well ingrained. Ace is a place with a helpful hardware man. <laughs> and Navi. Okay, so with the help of Ace, guests board a woven reed boat and journey down a river into a sacred bioluminescent rainforest. As the expedition drifts downstream, guests will coast through a series of caves and pass by exotic glowing plants and amazing creatures of the rainforest. Along their journey, they will discover the Shaman of Songs, a Navi with a deep connection to Ewa. That's the Navi, the tree. The tree, yeah. The deity from the movie. Grandma Willow. Uh, Grandma Willow. I thought it was India at first. I got confused. The movie, it's a deity, it's a tree. Tree, yeah, yeah. yeah, All the, yeah, where all the flying butterflies came from. Yeah, Yeah. and the the light, and brought them back to life. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Inya, do that. Inya. Inwa. Inwa. Inya. 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 Ewa, Ewa, Ewa face. Don't leave. All right. All right. So Ewa, yeah, good. Ewa, shaman of songs. Yes, the shaman is going to draw on the natural energy of Pandora, and she will demonstrate her deep connection to the life force of Pandora by creating a magical, unified harmony that echoes throughout the entire rainforest and beyond sending positive energy out into the forest through the power of her music. A lot of stations. Doesn't that sound good? That yeah. does. That sounds great. Pandora's great. It's like equal opportunity, except they still can't work at the restaurant. No, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, you know, I, I, Harmony there. I did look at the videos of this. And, you, know, with, with, you know, somebody was riding, I guess ABC News is riding through it with uh, mm-hmm. Joe Rody and a couple other Disney execs and stuff. And it actually looks pretty cool. You know, it looks like a nice little dark water ride. You know, this looks like, especially at night. I wonder if like the, I guess it's indoors. Well, it's in a show building. It's so a I show think, building. Yeah. yeah, I think it would have been cooler. Like I think when it was first presented, I thought like you that it would be outdoors. Yeah, but it does make sense that it would be an indoor attraction. And yeah, I, I think that's going to be cool. They'll have the screens where you see animals. Yeah, like some of the uh, like Navi- that leopard or coyote thing that they were talking about. Yeah, that white bioluminescent thing. Yeah, the uh, animals, the coyote yeah. looking things. Uh, they'll be there. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I dig this water ride because it looks like they've done a lot of detail in this particular ride, which I love. I, lo- I love going coasting through slow Disney ride and just taking and soaking in all the detail that they got. Me and, too. I like catching things, like being able to th- see things close up, things that are actually there, things that are not at just at a screen right. that's in, like watching TV. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I, I like things that are actually there. So no, this is kind of cool. Yeah, um, in a repurposed, uh, you know, Maelstrom boat. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, and just another quick thing yeah. uh, for the people who might be going down to check all this out. Uh, Fast Pass Plus reservations for the two attractions in Pandora, uh, the Navi River Journey, Flight of Passage, uh, they're going to be tiered. So really? when you go to yeah. make your Fast Pass selection, they're going to be available as of tomorrow, which that's not going to do you no good because this podcast is going to be coming out next week. So March 24th mm-hmm. is when these Fast Pass Plus reservations are going to be available. Guys, you'll only be able to choose one. I know which one I'm choosing. Which one do you uh, choose? I'm choosing the Navi River Journey. I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah. And I'm with that. Yeah. I'm sure everyone else will be choosing the uh, Flight of Passage because that's more the thrill ride. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this, I think, is more my speed. Um, Man, I'd, I'd like immersive. to ride. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to ride both. But if I had to choose, yeah, the boat ride, of course. But you know what? Look, once you get rid of all your fast passes for the day, then maybe yeah. you try and book flights. I just can't imagine you'll get into it. But who knows? Maybe they have like a single rider line. Oh, who knows? You may end up being Austin Torres again, and then you know, see, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One, I mean, one day the, the ride lines will be down. It'll be all good. <laughs> so there you go, guys. That's your world of Pandora. That's what we've got coming towards us. That is the uh, the backstory. Everything's been a little bit more fleshed out. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Are you looking forward to it? We, I mean, we knew that they were going to do a good job, right? Right. I mean, I mean, it's Disney. They knew they were going to make it look great. But, but you say a, they did a good job. Can I? Uh, as far as the way it looks, now okay. as far as layout and everything else, that's to be seen. Well, right, right. But let's just go about the you know because obviously we can't see it right. just yet. No, no one's being allowed in except for Whoopi. Um, but let's just go by what we know. So what we're getting is two attractions, mm-hmm. a walking trail, a counter service, a shop, a shop. A face painting, a face painting kiosk, and a refreshment kiosk, uh, maybe bar, depending on how watering hole and yeah. Does it seem enough to be like a land? It seems like it's going to be very crowded opening day because there's not really much there. I was going to say it's like it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot to do. Is it just me or does it seem like this land is light on landliness? I don't know. Are they playing it safe here a little bit and saying, "Look, we're going to give you some Avatar. We're not going to." overload you with avatar here are they restricted by space at all do we know i don't think so i, don't I, think so either, I would have yeah. a hard considering what beastly kingdom was supposed to be right in that little area not yeah. a chance yeah. i mean you were supposed to get the quest for the unicorn you're supposed right. to get the dragon's tower you were supposed to get the loch ness landing restaurant mm-hmm. you were supposed to get um the fantasia boat ride i can't imagine that this is being restricted by space okay it just seems like this is a little light. I think the trick is is that the amount of hype and the amount of buildup, like over, because I mean we had been speculating and talking about this for years, right? I mean, right. you know, when they fenced everything off and you know, like this is coming, don't look. Um, I could see where you would have a concern about the amount of content that's that's on that land. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong; like you get the floating mountains, which is their. Yeah, that's, that's the what they're known state, for. Yeah, they're, they're able to float the mountains before, yeah. so it helps draw you in. But I mean, it's not it's not an attraction to ride. It's just something to look at. Look at in Marvel, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can make it up a point that that Moana. <laughs> I keep saying Moana. <laughs> Moara Valley yeah. uh, little hike thing there is sort of kind of an attraction. I have pictures of it being super crowded. Like oh, it'll possibly. be crowded because it's new. Well, and well, not only new, but just because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of space. Well, put it like this: this is supposed to be what makes Animal Kingdom a night park, right? Hmm. I would think that yeah, this place is going to be exceptionally crowded at night when it's supposed to be even more beautiful. Yeah. 
I can't imagine a lot of people running off to do. I mean, now they have a Kilimanjaro Safari's night version. Uh, I can't imagine a whole lot of people running off to do anything other than this. Right. I should say. Yeah. And, okay. and and for that, I think you need more than two attractions. Well, they're supposed to have that night show thing. Uh, Rivers that of is light. That's supposed to dying, be a, a yeah. huge. Di- I mean, that is not going well. The <laughs> whole Kitty Land ride area is probably going to be lit up, and so kids will probably ride that. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. I can't imagine staying extra in in Animal Kingdom for for Dinoland US. I mean, well, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be the sole purpose, though. Your sole purpose for going there at night would be to see Navi Avatar. Get on, yeah, Avatar. Get on Expedition Everest. And I don't think so. You're not going to do the safaris unless you do the night safaris. But I don't know how well that went. You're not going to Rafiki's Planet Watch. But that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. it, right. Let me put it like this: Would this, in and of itself, be enough? To make you go, like, none of us have a trip planned for this year. No, it wouldn't be enough for me to make go down there. Exactly. Right. right. That's what I'm a little bit worried about. But it's that's like, that's more on the branding. That's more on, like, the, like you said, the movie. It was a bad choice. And, and at least if you're going to go ahead and get in bed with James Cameron to go ahead and do this, at least do it at a point like, okay, cool. We open the park, and then within a couple months, you open the, the movie. movie. Yeah. And that way, when the movie's hitting and everybody's loving this stuff again, yeah. they're coming to the park to see it. The gap in time between when Harry Potter finished and they opened the Harry Potter ride wasn't as big as the gap of time that you're getting between the last Avatar movie and finally getting an Avatar ride. But you're still, you're still like you say, you use Harry Potter, let's say, you have like multiple Harry Potter movies, and right. you have books and such like that. Mm-hmm. You know, video games, whatever. But yeah, Avatar, just the property itself, not the land, but just the property. It didn't really have any buildup when it was hot. I mean, so that's the thing. There's no, like you said, Avatar 2 isn't coming out for a while. It came and went. Yeah. Yeah. So if this was to really work to that effect, you would have had to have had Avatar. And by the time this ride was being developed or this land was being developed, Avatar 2 would have hit. And then, like, Avatar 3 is, like, right around the corner. Like, I agree. Yeah. Well, that I, makes sense. That makes sense. I wish they would have at least gotten that guarantee. But I mean, that's they, what they're doing with Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars Land's going to open, and then the movie's going to be just, I think it's just before that, maybe? Yeah. And the, 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 the last movie's supposed to come out of the, the it, last trilogy? Exactly. Yeah. That's a perfect example right there. You have, you have Star Wars. Movie's been out for, like, forever. And then they have multiple movies of it. Like it, it, you know, and the hype's still itself. there over time, right? Because yeah. people are aware of it. Yeah, and you can't. I don't think, in my opinion, that you could use a ride to bring awareness to a property that was a movie. You know, first, you know, you have to say, "Hey, look, we believe in this movie so much." Boom! It's everywhere. You can't escape it. It's in every form of media that there is, well, including I mean, the land. When you consider the fact that the first Avatar movie is eight years old now. Mm-hmm. That means that maybe the kids that first saw this, that maybe when they were nine or ten, that got engrossed in the movie. If, if I don't know that there's a huge Avatar <laughs> fan community as it is. I just don't know. I've never heard of them. I've heard of you know Harry Potter having a I've heard of Pokemon having a huge fan community. I've not heard of the huge... But, I mean, if you were ten years old when you saw this movie... You're 18 now. <laughs> Are you really? Have you been hanging on to it all this time with just the one movie? I mean, to have it be this long, I don't know. Right. Uh, you know, I again, agree. It's, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. I'm sure it's going to be well done. I'm sure Ace has done a fantastic job. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's just the hype isn't there like it needs to be on this. So you, do you think it's a matter of since, you know, 
Joe Rody's like a, a, a huge fan of nature and then like, you know, just outside environments. He's I just think, like, I love your movie so much. I'm just going to push my influence on it. And, you know. I think Joe Rody sold his soul. <laughs> he sold his soul. To the devil. The yeah. devil. He sold his soul to Ace. To get yeah. this thing made. Uh, I watched him try to justify the existence of Avatar where like they did a whole video. It was like five minutes or something like that. And Joe Rody tried to sit there and convince you why Avatar belonged in the animal kingdom. And anybody with half a brain was like, Joe, come on. <laughs> you're, you're really reaching. You, you, Avatar belongs there because James Cameron's giving y'all money. That's exactly what's happening and here. You know, uh, look, let's close this out. And I just yeah. want to close it out because this is the the first time it's really dawned on me that we'll never get a Beastly Kingdom. So poor, it's done. I'm sorry. <laughs> a toast to Beastly Kingdom and what could have been. Paul Torgino's work. Yes. yes, sir. Good guy. God bless Paul Torgino. Right. Mm. God bless Beastly Kingdom. I hope Pandora turns out to be great. Um, and and we will definitely all go see it, and I'm oh, sure we'll enjoy it. Of course, yeah. Yeah. I, I was just a little bit, you know, I, I, you it's know. the novelty of it all. Is what's going to catch people to it. I was just a it's little bit yeah. curious to see whether or not you know we all thought like now that we know exactly what we're going to get if we think this is enough. And who knows? Maybe there's a plan B. Yeah. Uh, you know, stage two where we'll get another attraction. Who knows? Hopefully, yeah. So. Maybe so, yeah, phase two exactly. Yeah. The guys, let us know what you think about the whole idea of Pandora, man. Show at magicourway.com. All right, guys, to learn more about the Magic Hour podcast, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you'll find social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. Shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com. Call or send us a text at 1-815-MOWEEKEND. That is 1-815-MOWEEKEND. 669-4226. Or you can go to our homepage and leave a voicemail via our speak pipe. And we got a couple of guys that do things special other than the podcast. Um, Lee, who's not on the show, he has he's a travel agent. He books vacations and whatnot. Uh, you can contact him at lee at magicoa.com or you can call him at 413-DIZ-TRIP. That's 413-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. And a portion of every booking Lee makes goes to support Girl Power to Cure. So it helps the show and it also helps that particular foundation. And, of course, we have Eli who does things with comics? Eli, let the good people know what you got going on. Oh, yes. Well, of course, you can always find me at www.ivorycomics.com, Facebook, Eli H. Ivory, Project Gation, which is what I'm always working on. You know the story. It's about the glory, about my girl, Emily Tanaka. So has old Facebook page, Facebook.com, Project Gation, uh, Instagram, I'm right there too, posting up artwork saying, hey, EIV504 and Twitter. You can find me at Hancock10166. And hey, here's your story for the day. We need two. You, you, you want two? Yeah, because you, you forgot last week. Yeah. You neglected to give me a story last week. Oh, boy. Okay. All, All right. right start enough. with the first one. All right. I'm sure a few people know this, but um, well, everybody that knows me knows. My favorite comic artist is uh, Jim Lee. Huge fan. And I... Uh, he drew a poster of uh, of the X-Men. It's a X-Men Genesis poster. It has like, you know, Cyclops, Wolverine, Magneto, Professor. You get it. Yeah. Love the poster. And uh, I had it before Hurricane Katrina. And uh, I found out he was going to be at a convention once. And I tell you what, I went through hell and high water to go ahead to get that guy to sign that poster. And the funny thing is, is he saw the poster and he was like, 
I don't even remember drawing this. <laughs> oh wow! That's how long. That's how long I had yeah. to pose. It was like in, in really good condition. So that was a, a very inspiring moment. Uh, Is there a second story? Whew, I will one? give you. I give you a second story. I give you a second story. All right. All right. Give us another fun fact. All right. Fair enough. Next fun. Not fact. Not a story. Just a fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Really quick. Okay. Um. I once. I once had a chance when I was in college, I once had a chance to meet a whole bunch of editors, but my teacher lost my portfolio. So I had to recreate my whole portfolio in the course of one day so I could get the last spot at this editorial meeting. And from that, I had the chance to meet two editors from DC and Marvel. But had I not had a zip drive, that's how old this story zip is, drive. a zip drive, I was not able to recreate the portfolio to have a chance to meet the great editors of that company that day because oh. my professor lost my portfolio. So that's oh. how determined I was to draw it. If I am that determined to find a comic book artist in another state, if I am that determined to recreate a portfolio, by God, I am that determined to make another Project Geisha story and I'm going to tell you guys what. Tell you guys here first. And you know what? Better yet, I'll let you guys decide if I should do this or not. Like, like me and Danny decide? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Decide? Right, go for it. I didn't tell anybody, but I got another Project Geisha story made. Savages? No, another Project <laughs> Geisha story made. Like, not like it's already scripted and lettered and colored. Do you really? Yes, I do. Well, here was the thing, though. What, what are we going to make? It oh, here's the decision. I was thinking if I wanted to release it as a printed book, or just put it on the Ivory Comic website for all to see. I think that's an interesting way so people could go ahead and get interested and read about it. It's a whole new story. There's like, you know, new villains and all kind of stuff. Hmm. Maybe you can give them a weekend's a special password to go on your website and view this. And then everybody who wants to view this can come listen to the show. And the password could be ever so lovely. <laughs> ever so lovely. <laughs> I, if I was you, I would say... I would put like a little five page little snippet of it on your website and mm-hmm. let everybody know, especially like you have a little passcode. You, you email me, you say something from the podcast, ever so lovely. Okay. I'll send you the book as long as you send me like however much the shipping and handling costs. What's the shipping hand? Like you don't have to pay for the book, just pay for the shipping. Depends hand. on where you are in the world. Yes, if you yes. if you live outside, like if you live in Brazil, it'll cost you twenty bucks because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to ship it to somebody out there once. Right, but if you like, if you're within the states, yeah, it might be like one or two bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there but, you go. That's reasonable. I tell you what, because it's about it's about thirty p. You know, I like to do it. Yeah, so I'll I'll do this. All right, I'll put seven. Seven preview pages up there. I'll look for the password. Maybe seven. Ah, 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 ha, ha. There you go. And uh, and then see how I could make that work. So uh, there yeah. you go. Give me I that like week that. to do that. And uh, yeah, but it's it's up there. It's done. There you go. Get there you go. too. More story, more glory. More story, more glory, guys. And if you want to support the Magic Army podcast as a whole, there's a couple ways you can do that. We have some affiliate links on our website. You can click through. You can buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can represent the Moetian. 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 You could <laughs> the Moesha. You oh, can, I love that show. Yeah. You can represent the Moican Nation wherever you go. Girl. Girl. <laughs> they made the Parkers from that little known fact. That was like a spinoff show. There you go. Yeah. But anyway, you can do that uh, by buying some t-shirts from a shop. And in case you're wondering, uh, March 24th through 26th, you can get free shipping. Bam. With the coupon wow. code FS317. That's basically 
free shipping March 2017. With no That's, hassle vegan. With no hassle vegan. You cannot be combined with other discounts or coupon codes. So, yeah, but you know, look, the easiest way you can do it, you don't have to spend any money. It's just a little bit of time. Is please leave a rating and review in iTunes or wherever you download this show, whether it's Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And it really does help the show, guys. It gets the word out there that we exist and that people should kind of check us out, man. Absolutely. Especially if they want their voice heard. And, of course, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Hour podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. You know what, song <laughs> like that. what song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, you know, let me tell you what's good, but you hear Tony Bennett, mm-hmm. but you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could probably mm-hmm. hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of, <laughs> give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get on, get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney song. It's like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh?